Welcome to the Weekly Taiwan, a podcast about our conversations and insights. Hello there, and welcome to today's uh, Taiwan podcast. Um, today, I wanted to uh, um, discover uh, a little bit how to actually get practical about stratops. Um, the stratops is a concept that we've been discussing in these podcasts uh, a little bit already previously. And it, it seems all nice in theory. What we've been currently discussing with uh, different clients is how to take concrete action on utilizing uh, a more agile approach to the strategy process that we are now uh, calling Stratops. And I, I guess with me today uh, to discuss this and, and also to think about how to implement this is Michael. Hi there. Hi, Reko. Good to have you on board. Couldn't do this myself. Good to be here. You're luckily the more practical one. Uh, from us. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure so, about that. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Looking forward to that. So I guess today what we'd, what I'd like us to concentrate on is, is try, and, try and look at more concrete examples of how to start utilizing this concept of stratops and, and the kind of the feedback loops uh, in the strategy. And, and Michael, we had, a, we had an interesting discussion today regarding this how to how to make it more concrete i think the feedback that we've been looking getting from the from the stratops is that, that it's it's a very interesting idea um but there are there are various problems that uh, that customers seem to see the other one maybe is that in a way there is nothing new there that that we are we're already doing this uh to an extent and then the other one is that, yeah, you know, it's it's too much of a hassle to start start doing it. And I, I guess we both agree that, uh, and and also in today's meeting, the the outcome was that it is not something that you would implement in one go, but but you would actually start from somewhere small and then start working your way through it. What's your thinking at the moment, Michael? Um, where where would you start then implementing Stratops? What would be the what would be the key things that you would look at? Very interesting point, Reiko. I, I think it's um, it's a question that has been coming up several times, and it's it's not necessarily about the process. It's not necessarily about the procedural approach, or or not even the tools that we're using. It's it's a lot about the mindset. And, and how you're using the tools. Because, I mean, to be honest, we're, we're not reinventing completely new tools, um, but they're used in a different way. Um, it's, it's like building a, a, a faster and a more reliable car. You're not changing the mechanics, but you're actually putting them together differently. You're tuning them and, and you're basically putting in place a, a different way of how the engine runs or, or how you get the car on the street. So um, from, from that point of view, it's, um, it's actually 
uh, around the mindset, changing how people approach strategy and, and what strategy actually means in, in the context of the organization away from an annual, very heavy process towards something that is more organic, that's living continuously uh, as the world around you lives and, and adjusting it as you basically move forward to enable growth and, and change within the organization. I, I agree. I, I think that the major thing about it and, and the mindset change that needs to happen is this kill your darlings approach where you, where you really need to be able to let go of things that might not anymore make sense. And, and, and that is going to be, it, it is very painful. And very often I see that organizations fall in love with the things that they've agreed to do even if it doesn't make any more sense after one year. And, and that is something that should be in the core of, of this uh, new way of thinking, which in theory and mostly in practice as well, will address that topic by, by making sure that you uh, look at the decisions that you've made before uh, in a new light. Agreed. And, and I think one, one other thing that, that, that's naturally related to that, and that's driving exactly this, oh, I made the decision, so I have to pull through with it, is our performance management culture and, and the way we do financial planning. Because if, if I need to admit that the hypothesis I made in the strategy process is not true anymore, there's always the risk for me that that might backfire in my performance review or, or in the way I'm basically perceived in the organization as having made a mistake. And it's, it's, it's back to that, that mindset that in today's world, by looking backwards at historic performance, we can just not understand what will happen in the future. The world has become so fast paced that you need to continuously revisit your hypothesis, your approach, your thinking. And, and that is, is a, a fundamental um, uh, part of, of the StratOps uh, approach, that you are able to, to do these changes, but also that you encourage people to revisit decisions continuously um, and, and kill projects that might have might have looked very promising and, and very good uh, six months ago, but now given that we are in a pandemic or, or in, a, in a new world, um, actually all of a sudden do not make a business sense anymore or uh, another approach would actually make sense. And then the financial system, the performance management system, the operating model, all of these need to enable a very fast switch. Uh, but it all starts with the mindset. So if, if the person holding uh, the steering wheel is not willing to steer away from his, his or her old course, then you, you can build as much as you want processes, tools, operating models around it. It, it will not help. So it starts with the individual in the organization um, to do that. I agree. And I, I think what I've seen in, in very concrete terms when working in, in strategies uh, is that the different organizational parts do have quite a good grasp of the signals and the events that shape their strategy uh, when it pertains to their own uh, own enclosed function or, or structural theme. 
but they're they're not very good at at pulling those viewpoints together and trying to get the the, the big picture of the different things that are really important for their strategy and the decisions that they're they're making and and that 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 is something that should be addressed more that there is this central body who is actually looking at these signals and communicating them out and making sure that all the the, the views of the organizations can be summarized together in some view Absolutely, and and we have one client uh, of ours. Um, they're they're basically very good in doing the strategy process. They're they're actually working in a scenario basis. They actually have a team that's on a monthly basis giving out a radar of what's happening out in the world from a business and technology point of view. Um, and and they're and they're somewhat good in in executing their strategy. The the key challenge is they're not bringing these different tools together that they have. So they're they're not interlinking them, and and taking exactly as I said, taking the signals that they by no no doubt they know the signals. They they've seen the signals in the market, but they're not necessarily linking them back. So the step from the current process towards strat ops doesn't necessarily mean you have to fundamentally change how you operate, how you do your strategy. It can be very small changes where you say, okay, my strategy team that does the strategy development actually does a monthly review with the strategy execution projects in order to make sure there is a linkage and there is an understanding between what the strategy says, what the guardrails are, and how it is then translated into the into the transformation, into the execution projects, and vice versa. On the other side, if you have a market research team, that again needs to be linked into that process so that the people running the large programs, running the transformations or being responsible for the project portfolios continuously understand what are the signals, what are the bleeps on the radar and how can we take them into consideration in doing smaller or bigger changes in our project portfolio and how is that then reflected back to, to your strategy? So it's not major changes. It's not a complete overhaul of the strategy function or, or the strategy process, but it's making sure that all the different pieces you have in your organization play together in an orchestrated way to enable the organization to drive. And I think one thing we discussed earlier today, uh, Reiko, you brought that up, is that you should not start with throwing out the old process and then saying, okay, let's start with StratOps from scratch. But you should actually start to do an analysis of your strategy process of the different pieces that you have already in place today and see how far can I already come with the things that I have in place and where are the gaps that when I fill them would actually create value for the organization and the company. Exactly. I, I think the bottlenecks are are an important thing and, and the one that I that I hear the most, I mean this is the classical thing where the execution team once they or the, the people who are executing the strategy get the strategy in their hands and they're like, okay, you know, these guys have no idea uh, what what the reality is of executing something like this. And and that's a that's a clear signal of a missing feedback loop. And exactly as you said, there needs to be these guardrails around which you execute things. But then the execution team 
needs to have a, a feedback loop towards uh, the the team that is that is setting the guardrails and setting the scene in a way for the roadmap and saying, okay, you know, guys, we're, we're not able to execute it in this time, and that the signals that you've been actually using uh, or or the basis of understanding uh, is not correct from our view. So, so the, and, and that feedback loop needs to be continuous, especially when they when they develop something forward. It is very often that in in that execution, they actually find things that are not that 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 defy the assumptions by which the that the projects have been set up. So then then everybody needs to be first aligned, and then go back to the drawing board and say, okay, you know. Is, is this a major thing? Do we need to change something bigger? Do we need to change projects? Do, do we need to stop them? Do we need to maybe speed them up, put some more money into them so that we capture the opportunities uh, presented by this uh, change in the market? And, and, and this is what we've been, what we've mm-hmm. been discussing. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, it's not about the tools. It, it's actually breaking down the silos, making sure the different parts of the organization create an open dialogue and, and creating these feedback loops that are then actually helping. I mean, there, there's this famous saying, uh, who, those who don't learn from history are are doomed to repeat it. And, and it's the same thing here. Naturally, if the strategy team creates a strategy and then the transformation team says like, yeah, you know, don't really like that. We'll we'll run the transformation the way we do, but they're not providing feedback to the strategy team about why they're doing that, what the reason is why they can't execute or they they think it's better to do it differently. It will repeat year after year because the strategy team is not learning from from what the transformation team is doing, and the transformation team is not really getting any support from the strategy team in in running the right programs and the programs in the right way. So it, it's really about this continuous learning and, and these feedback loops that, that enable you across the organization to mature towards this, this strat ops. And then at the end of the day, what the tools are that you're using to to achieve that can be very different from one organization to the other, from one industry to the other uh, in that in that setup. And, and one thing that I would I would add maybe that the tools tools are good once you're aligned on the terminology that you use. But if you if you try and push something, for example, maybe from the top towards the ex- execution, for example, and say, okay, you know, this is the terminology that we use about these topics. The, the problem might be that the the guys who are actually executing, if if that's not done very well and, and there is no feedback loops. Uh, the, the terminology of, of different events and, and signals and, and changes in the market might be totally different. They understand that from their own perspective only, which then creates a very narrow-sided view of, okay, why are they putting so much effort and, and uh, to, to change this as it does not have any meaning for us uh, in, in this area? And, and as they are lacking the bigger picture of understanding how that uh, event or, or change may be impacting other parts of the company, they, they do not necessarily grasp why it is important that they take the, it into consideration. 
Absolutely. And, and one thing you said in, a, in an earlier discussion, I found very interesting um, and actually in a positive way. Um, for once. Is, for, for once, <laughs> yeah, for, for, for a change. Um, is is the fact that very often you don't have owners for these signals. Very often you don't have people that look at these throughout the organization or throughout the value chain. You have people that go out, that look at the market and they say, oh, there's a bleep on the radar. Blockchain is something very big we need to look at. And then they basically say, okay, this is great. Let me put it into a PowerPoint. And then if you're lucky, someone in the organization picks up that PowerPoint and says, oh, blockchain is interesting. Um, let me look at it in the context of the supply chain or let me look at, at it in the, in the context of this uh, major strategic initiative. Or, um, but, but there's no, no real ownership of how these signals basically influence uh, the organization in small or in big. And, and I believe that in order to become a resilient, agile organization, the, the strategy function in the organization needs to take more responsibility on an ongoing basis to steer the strategic direction by understanding exactly these signals, but then also understanding how do they influence different parts of the organization, of the value chain, or of the broader ecosystem, and what does that mean for our strategic direction and the guardrails that we have been setting? Are we moving outside of these guardrails? Are we still navigating around different scenarios within uh, our strategic frame? And I think that will be very important uh, for people to take end-to-end -end ownership of these signals, of these bleeps on the radar. Fully agreed, and I, I think the one thing that is changing in organizations, especially in, in one that we helped some time ago, is that one where where companies are more moving to this organic organization type of structure, where more and more responsibility is heaped on the individual, then that the strategy team's role becomes more this this storytelling organization. Where they where they shape the common story, and and make sure that that you know everybody aligns to that same story, that those same things, and and you know there is this event happening, and and you know this is our story around that topic, our our COVID story, for example, or or our market change story is is such as this, and then the other other individuals doing development and, and building the organization in their own parts align their own things to that story. And I, I think that will be a future way that the strategy organizations will work. There will be a lot of hard work in, in behind there, but what, what all of that will do is, is basically this orchestra leader in a way who is, who is setting the tempo and and they're telling the grand story of the organization. I think that's the poetic way of, of putting putting this uh, together. Mm, yeah, absolutely. That was not very concrete, I fear. But uh, anyhow, I, I think let's let's summarize a little bit what we what we discussed, shall we? I, I mean, I, I think this was really uh, really good, and I, I think we got got quite concrete even in in some areas. So, so what what we discussed, I, I guess, then the main main thing is that it's not about the process and it's not about implementing this as you would ITIL or or some other uh, 
process, uh, set, set of processes. Rather, it's about the mindset, making sure that uh, everybody is ready to realign their thinking and, and change their thinking. And it's also not about reinventing the tools uh, that are already used in the strategy process and, and around the execution, but rather using them in a different way uh, through that mindset. And and it is all about changing that annual heavy process, that very classical process into being constantly uh, ready to move and change and to adapt uh, to the environment. And you mentioned some, some good areas of, of looking at, especially the KPIs and financial planning, which are very often the things that tie down then the strategy and make it hard to, to make changes midway because everybody's looking at their annual targets or the budget that they've been given and nobody's really willing to start open those up midway. But, but those are exactly the areas where these feedback loops come in that you need to be able to uh, build them in. Um, then, then we talked about the, uh, the feedback loops and, and be, you know, needing to continuously revisit your hypothesis of, of what makes the strategy true. We talked about you know, that the strategy team creates the guardrails for the execution and making sure that things are not going every which way, but they, they stay on target. But there is a really strong need of, of getting the execution feedback. So, so understanding that there are issues in the execution and being able to then uh, take those into consideration. And also market research feedback, you know, being able to pull that in to the consideration every time that there are, there are new things coming in. And what we also discussed there is that it's very important uh, for the teams to, to actually name the phenomena that they're working with, being able to, to talk about the same thing in the same terms so that the organization is aligned in, in that regard. And I, I guess that the very concrete way that we talked about to, to go forward is, is not to break the whole strategy process and try and try and implement a, a, you know, a new way to execute it, but rather try and look for where are the bottlenecks in the process at the moment? You know, where would we you know, sorely need the feedback? Build that feedback there see what kind of a change that creates and then follow that so that there is more value from the strategy process. It gets more agile by step by step and, and that way build uh, the mindset to change and, and break the silos one by one. That, that would be more my summary. Did I miss anything, Michael? No, I think that was a very good summary. Um... Good, good. Excellent. Hey, thank you so much. I, I think, as always, this was a really, really interesting, interesting discussion. And I at least were, was able to, again, shape my own thinking at least uh, a few steps further. Thanks for the time. Uh, until next time. Perfect. Thanks, Michael. Bye.